Welcome to Focused on Forward. The purpose of this podcast is to focus on recovery from life situations, be it a disease, chronic or acute, perhaps the loss of someone so dear to you in death, or a change of life patterns that has affected you so profoundly that you have no choice but to find your new normal and become focused on moving forward. Each episode is designed to show the positivity that people bring to each and every one of their stories, the successes they've had, ways that they have become so definitively focused on moving forward. We look forward to sharing their stories, and we hope that they inspire you just as much as they have inspired us. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Friday night live edition of Focused on Forward. So tonight, I've got a very special guest waiting for us in the green room. We have Tina Marie here with us tonight. And we're going to talk about the theme of the show is Ascend and Conquer. Now, I picked that title uh, for tonight. It was a really easy pick uh, because not only is it the the title of Tina's new uh, upcoming podcast, but also because I think it so adequately describes what Tina has gone through and her personality and her journey through life and i'm so excited to have her here today and we're going to talk about all these different things that tina's had to go through and and how she's become focused on moving forward in her life and what she's doing now and uh, you know it's kind of neat for me because i've I've known tina now for almost two years uh that i've known tina uh we got i got introduced to her through something called indie pods united which we'll talk i'm sure we'll talk a little bit about tonight because she's got some really cool news coming up about that. And, um, you know, she allowed me to be part of it, allowed Focused On Forward to be part of Indie Pods United. And I got a chance to to tell my story of how I got into podcasting, why I got into podcasting, uh, all these different things. But, uh, you know, getting to know Tina over the last couple of years, seeing what's going on in her life, um, yeah, and I'm going to let her talk about whatever she wants to talk about as far as that's concerned tonight. But seeing also how she has responded to those things. I think that's the most important thing and how she has chosen and made the actual decision to continue to push forward no matter what. So that's, that's the basis for today. And I'm really excited to have her uh, come on the show. But before I bring Tina out of the virtual green room, we of course have to say quick thanks to our sponsor, Vital Signs and Graphics. Please watch this brief video. Since 1982, Vital Signs and Graphics has been helping professionals with all their image, logo, and design needs. Perhaps you're looking for signs and banners, truck and trailer lettering, business cards, brochures, or other image and marketing aids, Vital Signs and Graphics in-house design studio has you covered. From logos to apparel, start to finish, Vital Signs and Graphics has everything you need to look and feel professional. Call Rick at 231-652-3300. He'll get you noticed. All right. So if you do need logos and design work, things along those lines, please call 231-652-3300. Talk with Rick at Vital Signs and Graphics. Tell him that you saw him on Focused on Forward, and he's going to treat you real well. Well, oh, hey, CL, greetings to you as well, my man. CL's a good dude. I'm can't say enough good things about CL. He's He is my brother from another mother. He's a good dude. But uh, we're going to, at this time, welcome our guest to the show. Bring her out of the green room. Hello, Tina. Hello. I feel like I'm revitalized from the darkness of the green room. <laughs> did you enjoy the snack table, at least? I did. I did. Well, excellent. Well, that's good, because I didn't know there was one. All right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> so Tina, I'm, I'm so grateful that you that you uh, agreed to come on tonight and and chat with me. Um, as I was saying in the introduction, I, I've had an opportunity to to get to know you over the last year and a half, almost two years now. And you know, we've had opportunity to work on a few things together, do a few things together. And uh, I've always been impressed by your professionalism on things and the way you approach things. But I think even more so in the last year, um, really getting an opportunity to to see what you've gone through and, and and conversations that we've had, getting to know what the, some of the things that you've gone through, how you've responded to them. And that's even impressed me more. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just really thankful that you're on tonight. And I'm looking forward to hearing you 
tell your story. So whenever you're ready and you feel comfortable, tell your story. All right. Well, I'm going to start a little bit backwards here to begin. Sure. So I feel like I'm more of a solutions person. I don't like to focus on what negative aspects are happening within my life. I want right. to have a solution for it. I want to fix it. I want to make it better. I want to improve whatever it is, whether it's a goal or it's something I'm trying to get out of or get into. And so I've been like that since I was a kid. I don't like um, confrontation. Confrontation really upsets me. I kind of tend to shut down, which is something I've realized over the years. And after a lot of, you know, introspection, if that's the correct word. Um, I think it is. And yeah, searching within myself and just valid, uh, validating who I am as a person on the daily and recognizing what positivity I can bring to everybody, even though I've been through some pretty serious trials and tribulations, I think that you've got to have a pretty strong mind. So I'm, I'm really proud of myself that I was able to not allow these things to break my mind. Um, Good. Yeah. So that's my, that's the end game to everything that we're probably going to be talking about now. Okay. All right. So whenever you're, whenever you feel comfortable in starting it, why don't you take us back to a point where, where you feel um, these life situations began for you? Okay, well, um, most people I feel living in the United States don't really leave the state that they were born in. I was born in Japan, raised mostly in Korea. I've lived in Germany, England, uh, Philippines, all over the world. And my father is a diplomat. So moving every year for almost the entirety of half of my adult or my childhood and into my adult life, I was just constantly moving, having to start fresh. But I really did have a hold on my own personality. And you know how people write hags and like, don't change in your yearbooks in oh, high sure. school and middle school? I I took that and I ran with it. I was not going to change because I'm super stubborn. But uh, <laughs> in, hopefully in good ways. I, I can't make everybody happy, though. But no. um, my family, when I was 17... I was kind of a, I wouldn't say a problem child. I, I was a very smart person. I'm not to toot my own horn or anything, but I uh, did really well in school. But okay. uh, my fa father and I did have our disagreements and I was just stubborn, got kicked out at 17, kind of had to fend for myself. Then my family moved to uh, Nigeria or Nepal. I can't remember which one it was. And I was essentially all by myself in the United States. Um, with no family close by at all in a state that I had just moved to a year and a half prior. Um, during this time, I ended up with a guy that was selling marijuana and he was a, he was very smart too, but also like kind of the black sheep of his family. And a lot of things happened that shouldn't have happened with him, unfortunately. And okay. Just the other day, I found out after 10 years of thinking he was dead, that he is alive, actually. Oh, my. That's, okay. That's closure for me. That's that's part one of the story. But when, when that happened, when he disappeared, I was alone again. And I was in Fayetteville, North Carolina, because I, I didn't know what to do. I was pretty much just a gypsy, just didn't know where to go, didn't know, you know, I didn't have anyone I could really trust uh, no real close friends because I never made those bonds in that area. And to put a long story short, I was kidnapped when I was 20. Oh, my. By a man named Rico, who is in prison again for the same thing. Uh, he tried to sell me into human trafficking. I got oh, no. hev heavily addicted to drugs, not by choice, but forced. And um, they took... I had a I had a house that I was renting, and um, they took you know my keys, my phone, my cars, everything. It was a really big, scary guy, and I was with them for months. And I I couldn't I had tried to escape before, and that of course didn't end well. Um, I, you can only imagine what happened. Right, right. So I you know I 
thought that my life was over. I was going to die. I was going to this, I was going to get sold for $10,000 and just go die somewhere pretty much. Sure. Um, they, they drove me in my car with two big guys next to me in the back of, I had a Dodge Dart at the time that I don't obviously have anymore. And um, they, there was a, I don't really want to talk about the, well, that's abusive, fine. Uh, the, yeah, the threats and things that they did. But so drove me up to New York City and they had gotten me so heavily addicted to the drugs that when they put me in the car with the people they were essentially going to sell me to, I, um, I was useless to them. They ended up, this is like, thank goodness for whatever this was mm -hmm. that allowed me to escape. But they ended up doing what they thought was uh, that upper that people like to do. <laughs> I don't know if okay. I'm allowed to say it. Yeah. Sure. No, you, it, that's fine. They were doing cocaine. They thought they were doing cocaine. It ended up they were doing heroin. They all passed out in the car because they... It, it was crazy. They beat me up and down the street of New York because I tried to escape. Um, eventually, I do. But it's, uh, it's still really difficult for me to talk about. So I hope I'm easy to follow here. No, you're, you're doing just fine. Yeah. So I I rolled down the window because I still had the two people on sides of me. I rolled down the window like quietly, like after hours of like thinking and making sure that they were passed out so that I could go. I was so scared. Like I didn't know what was going to happen next. So I rolled the window down and I climbed because I was really skinny and emaciated and just sick at the time. So I just, I climbed out the window and I just bolted. I bolted mm -hmm. down the street to somebody, anybody's house. I didn't know where I was. Turns out I was in one of the worst parts of New York and I was on in Jamaica Avenue, I think was the name of it. Okay. I knocked on a random person's door. They let me stay um, for a few hours so that once uh, I just felt I needed to sit still for a minute so they couldn't go driving around looking for me. And I was able to call my family because they had been extorting money for my parents and acting as me, which is similar to a situation I am going through now in the divorce that I'm dealing with. But oh my. I, I mean, well, he's, uh, I won't go into details with no, that, that's fine. but that's fine. Money extorting is never okay. No. So, no. That's bad bad um, form. Yeah. I ended up having to hitchhike back to North Carolina, uh, where I remained on drugs because my body couldn't handle not uh, having them. And then I ended up going to the doctor and having them help me wean off of them. And I, I never touched it again. So, Right. So um, it wasn't that you were taking drugs because it was something you chose to get into. It wasn't something that, you know, you made the mistake of trying something one time. You were basically forced into this. Uh, yeah. Fayetteville, North Carolina is has a really bad name for itself. Um, a lot of things like that happened there. And I was this girl all by myself, really young with a brand new car. And I was an easy target. Okay. So, yeah, uh, a lot happened with those people, but, um, it was all over the news and I got out, uh, something really crazy. If that wasn't crazy enough that happened in the situation was that the detective working on my case happened to be related to the man that kidnapped me. Oh Fayetteville. no. Not a big place. No, it was not a good situation. Um, it was a hard battle but I won and he two years ago got out of prison or three years ago and contacted me and, uh, and said that he was so sorry for what he did to me. And I don't know, like I am, I don't have nightmares like I used to anymore. I've okay. pretty much stabilized um, because I am diagnosed with PTSD, but I don't take anything for it. Okay. I, um, I try to just find my balance with meditation and just grounding myself and just being happy. And when I see other people happy, it makes me happy. So that's why I'm perpetually positive on Facebook all the time, which sometimes people are like, why are you so happy? And I'm like, cause I just am like, <laughs> I'm happy to be alive. That's why. Sure. I, yeah. yeah, I get that. 
Okay, so let let's let's jump back a little bit in your story here, and let's go back to the. We're not going to talk about all the the ins and outs of what happened and all that stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about from the point of of getting home, getting set yourself centered, and moving forward. What was the process for you? Now, for some people, you talked about going to the doctor and helping him wean you off of off of the uh, the, the the drugs that you were on. Did you go through counseling? Did you did you have, you know, what types of therapy did you go through, if any, or what what did you do personally to help yourself move forward? I was always kind of a spiritual person, so I took things into my own hands before that happened and had been for so long that I just reverted back to what I knew before that. I almost pushed away what had happened to me. I didn't want to see anyone or talk to anyone about it. I just wanted to get off the drugs and start my life over, which I essentially did. I don't, sometimes I look back at it and I don't understand how I made it through it because I I really didn't have anybody to talk to. When I did talk about it to people, it might've come off like a, a, like I was a crazy person. Like it was a pity party for me, but I really just, because I didn't see a therapist or a counselor, I just would end up to certain people kind of dumping off my baggage on them, which Mm -hmm. I know that's not right because it happens to me all the time. And I don't love when that happens, but I'm always willing to hear. So I I'm thankful for those random people that that I spilled the beans to, but I, I still refuse to see a therapist personally. I take it into my own hands to create my own happiness and my own reality. I, pretty much didn't have a home anymore when I got back to North Carolina. So I was homeless for a little bit. Okay. I was bouncing around acquaintance to acquaintance house, um, ended up dating another not great person from there. It went from just, you know, not great to not great to not great relationship because I had all this unresolved trauma from my PTSD that made me act certain ways or sure. made me, um, I still, have a hard time at night um, grinding my teeth because I don't have the nightmares anymore, but certain things stick around. And so I'm going to have to get a mouth guard at some point, but those things are super annoying. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife uses one. She has anxiety, so she grinds her teeth at night. And if she doesn't, yeah. she, she have just like nubs. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I understand that. Plus yeah. it makes, it makes conversations at night super interesting and entertaining. <laughs> Because she talked like this the whole time, so <laughs> a little bit of Sylvester the cat from Looney Tunes, if you if you remember that <laughs> reference. But. That's funny. Um, yeah, so I ended up putting all of my energy and efforts into finding a way to make my own money and not be in those relationships, and I started an event company. And so this had just happened to me in the same year. And I just internalized it and pushed it away and just went back to what I had been doing, which was meditate, go walk on the beach, go for a walk in the grass barefoot, go hang out with somebody, go have a drink at night, you know, like a glass of wine or something, whatever. And just don't think about what happened. Then I realized that, you know, when I did think about it, it was really bad and it would just be a perpetual um, sure. uh, cycle, uh, just a never ending cycle of why me? Mm-hmm. Well, why me? I have the answer is because I have to help other people because then I made it so that I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and- yeah, what you were doing is you were pressing it and then it, when it would come back up, it would come back. I would assume almost like you know, emotionally violently kind of come back out. Because that's, you know, a lot of times when we repress things, it's it's almost like an uncontrollable spring when it gets released. You don't know where those emotions are going to go and and what they're going to do. And I'm just going to assume, and I, and I hope I'm not assuming too greatly here, but that was probably similar to what you were experiencing. Yeah, and it really showed in relationships because okay. obviously I'm, a, fe- I'm a, a heterosexual female and I was, you know, there were men that took me. So... I had never had a problem with men, obviously, and I don't now because I know that they're not all like that. And mm-hmm. it would come out in our arguments and um, the 
the person that I was married to before had said something that I'll never forget that really kind of brought it back out, which is you, de- you deserved to have been kidnapped. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Nobody deserves and, that. That's awful. And cow. He's a cow for saying that. I mean, that was, that hurt the most. Um, I honestly, yeah. yeah, moving forward um, with that, with this certain relationship, um, I thought many times to myself because that that relationship was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Sorry. It's okay. I said and thought to myself, like, I wish, you know, actually I prefer to have been in that situation than been with that person. And that's, wow. That's saying something. That's how, that's how bad that relationship was. And a lot of people do um, talk down to people that want to bring awareness to domestic violence and narcissistic abuse. But there are people out there like like me and so many others that have survived these things. And we some of us don't want to talk to therapists. We want to spread a message so that it doesn't happen to other people. Sure. We don't, we don't need pity for it because no. we're here. We're a lot. That's not what we're asking for. We just want you to kind of understand somewhat like what's going on and why we might be the way we are, what's happening. You know, a lot of things in the podcast community. I'm, I'm pretty well known, I would say, because of indie pods and <laughs> poquito. Just you know, a bit. Um, yeah, so I I really did I did it again. I internalized so much again at telling just a couple of people little very uh, various pieces of what was going on. I mm-hmm. my mind was so scattered all the time. And again I threw myself into super duper many projects and taking care of my daughter. So I didn't have to think about what was happening with the abuse and everything. So sure. it was almost, yeah, like he knew my weaknesses and he used them against me, which is what a narcissist does. Yeah. Well, I, I think too, you kind of hit the nail on the head there is that a lot of times people discard um, when it comes to verbal abuse and nar- uh, narcissistic abuse um, with the, wor- the words that people say to one another, they tend to descri- uh, dismiss it because there's no physical signs. There's not, yeah. you know, you, you, you don't show a bruise or a, a cut or, you know, or, or you're, not, you're not carrying a splint from uh, a physical abuse uh, that may have happened. But the problem is, is that, you know, whereas those physical wounds heal, the bruises go away, the, 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 the cast, the splint, those things go away. Yeah. Those words are things that we hear in our heads over and over again. When we're going through different things in life, different circumstances in life, all these other challenges. If you've had somebody tell you that you weren't good enough for this one thing or these, this chain of other things, when you try something new, it's you're going to hear that that voice in your head telling you that yeah. that you you shouldn't be doing this because you're not good enough for that or, or right. you're not smart enough for that. Or you're not. And all these different things. And so I understand what you're saying. And I, you know, I, I haven't experienced it. Um, like you have, but I've, I've seen people who have, and I, and it's an unfortunate thing that people have that response and that they dismiss it automatically because that, in my opinion, and, and I'm, I, I hate, I hesitate to say this because my mother's a, a survivor of physical abuse. Um, but it, even in, in, in the way that she says it, the physical abuse was something that she could withstand and something that she could, she could push forward through it was the verbal abuse and the the stripping down of of her her emotional and her psyche that was the hardest because it affects her even today you know her and her and her abuser have been separated for years and years and years and it still affects her today where she you know we'll be talking about something she's like oh i'm not smart enough to do that i'm like no mom you are you're you know you can do those things you know um so i have yeah, I have a hard time hearing when people say, you know, oh, yeah, that's, it's not like you're getting beat. 
Yeah, you were. Those yeah, those well, are those are wounds and scars that are going to last a lifetime. Yeah, it's worse when they're combined too. So sure. if you yeah, and then uh, the number of holes and broken things, broken cell phones, broken computers, uh, the cheating, the lying, the stealing, mm -hmm. the broken windows, everything. Hi, Jason. Hi, Jason. Uh, doesn't help. I mean, the words for some reason they they really do affect you the most because I'd be like anything for a little bit of positive attention from him. Um, whatever you want. Like I will sit here. I'll never leave the house, which is exactly what he wanted. And, and that's exactly what right. happened. Um, and then he could still just treat me however he wanted to, because right. I would do, I would do anything just for his approval because I didn't, I didn't believe in uh, getting d divorced. I, I always want to fight for, whatever I'm, I'm that stubborn and looking back at it um just like the post i made a few days ago i'm not i wasn't stupid for staying i was scared is a hundred percent how i felt and i do not want anything to do with this person um sure i i feel so much happier and so free already though the the moment he left myself and my daughter for her and me, but especially for her, I felt relieved more than anything. I was like, it's over. Like um, a person in a normal divorce wouldn't think like that because they still have the divorce process. That's nothing to me. Now I don't have to deal with him. So it's like, yeah. very, it feels good. I feel free. I feel genuinely happy again. And not just trying to tell myself like, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, I know I did hide it really well, but I, I think that my actions and how I couldn't always make it to something or I wouldn't be able to do something or my internet wasn't working had a lot to do with him and it made me look really uh, unstable. Mm -hmm. And now I can prove to everyone that I'm the person that I say I am and I sure. don't have someone stopping me from doing that. And I made it through what I made it through when I was 20 and I made it through this already. And I'm going to keep pushing and keep, you know, staying focused on moving forward. Yeah. So that's all I can do. That's the only thing we can do as people. And you can retrain your brain. It's scientifically proven that the brain yes. is still malleable. Someone with Alzheimer's, Brandon, my co-host was showing me a video last night of, um, a woman with Alzheimer's, and then after certain, they identified what parts of her brain were not lighting up, or there was even like areas that looked like holes. She got them back after serious treatment and therapy and stuff like that. So I feel like if you know what the issues are that you're dealing with, mm -hmm. and you know this makes me angry or this makes me feel sad, right. you can work on that and fix your brain. No, I, I, I would tend to agree with that. I think that if you know what your triggers are, you know what the things are that are going to elicit a certain response from you, uh, especially when we're talking about the negative responses. Um, you know, we can't always avoid those things, but if we can limit the the access to them or the or how they influence or, or interact with us, I think that that, that has a, a powerful effect on who we are and, and what we do. And I just want to make one statement about about uh it, this is not you saying this this is me saying this okay so we're i'm going to make that publicly clear tina has nothing to do with what i'm about to say the situation that you're dealing with now the divorce that you're going through now and um i know there's a lot that you can't say about it and i don't want to say anything that's going to get you uh in in any type of issue but I think for for many people who who are watching and who have got to know you through indie pods and have gotten to know you through the work that you've done through podcasting, I think it's pretty clear um, who was the professional and who was not. Okay, so yeah, thank goodness. I thought yeah. I lost a lot of friends from that, but nah. back. <laughs> no, you know what? I I think that you know, and as you you continue to prove who and what you are and you show people that that this was the situation I was in, but that situation didn't define me and it's not going to define me. And clearly that's the case. Um, 
you know, because I see a, a remarkable difference in you from the first couple months that I met you, even mm -hmm. around even around the time of IndiePods when we first started meeting each other and, and getting to know one another. Um, you you kind of seemed to be in a, a little bit of a haze, and I wasn't sure what yeah. it was going on and what was what was happening, and I couldn't. It's one of the things that you you can identify it, but you can't quite put your finger on it because you don't know the person that well. Right. And you know, I'm not going to say that you know we're we're holding hands singing kumbaya every day, uh, you know, but we've had enough interactions over the last year or so that I've gotten to know you decently well, and I've seen a remarkable difference um, in you over just the last couple of months in your personality and your general happiness. Whereas I always kind of felt before, and especially the last couple months uh, of what I was seeing with you uh, on the, on the psychedelic podcast. Uh, your old show, it, it felt forced. It felt like you were you were doing this kind of smiling. You know the yes. The I was just gonna say that I said like my face hurts from smiling oh. so much. I said it at Indie Pods, but when I smile now, it doesn't hurt at all. Well, and that's and that's obvious not only in just the way that you present yourself, but also the way that just the way that you come across, it's it's not just something that you're presenting up because at, at the end of what I saw in the last couple episodes that I watched of, of uh, the psychedelic before you guys went on hiatus, um, it, it was very much, yeah, it was the, the hi on Tina and uh, welcome to, you know, it, it was not, it was not a true happiness. And that was clear. It was obvious that something was going on. And so now, um, you know, if, if you guys want to see, uh, a good representation of, of what uh, level of happiness Tina has. Go watch Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We had her on this last Monday. Even though she was sitting in a bathroom in all her glory, <laughs> there was genuine happiness, genuine smiles, and it was so refreshing to see. I, I mean that sincerely. It was so Thank refreshing so to much. me to see uh, the change in your personality over the last few months. And I know that uh, you know new friendships and new relationships have you know, and, and new business partners have something to do with that. And I'm hoping that we get to see and continue more of, of the happiness that I see now. And, uh, you know, Jason says that friendships are strong, Tina, at least with the right people. And he's absolutely right. So, true. so Jason's a yeah. good dude. Yeah, I give him a lot. Awesome. I give him a lot of crap about, uh, about Jean-Claude Van Damme, but he's honestly one of my favorite people that I've met in, in podcasting. And, uh, He's he's a good dude. Love that man. Dude, I, I agree that, with that with Tom. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to Tom. It's always going to um, be Tom. That's that's that has officially landed. I'm Tom. I I do Tom. I would like to tell you <laughs> that if it wasn't for actually several people and and I won't name names, several oh, people fine. in the podcasting community, I would not have had the. I almost said a bad word. I wouldn't have been able to get out of what I was in okay. because they gave me like the strength and the courage to do it because I finally started opening up to people more and more about awesome. it, a couple of people. And without those people, whether they know it or not, I might not be here because the la before he left, he did something really crazy. So, I mean, I've, I've now yeah. overcome a couple, uh, two severe, traumas that I'm turning into something that's a learning experience for myself so that I can teach my daughter to be the best person she can be. And she's just beautiful. And I'm so grateful for her. Um, Having seen but, pictures of your daughter. Yes, I will concur. She's absolutely adorable. Holy crap. Uh, yeah. She, yeah. How, how old is she now? She's turning three on September 4th. Oh man. She's got an amazing smile, by the way. She's just, I know. Yeah, when she's you post pictures of her when she's smiling, I'm like, holy cow, look at the smile on that one. Yeah, she's <laughs> so, and that's what I love to see right there. That's a smile. That's not a forced yeah. smile. This is that's, a real, a real smile. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so you've had a lot of you've had opportunity to make changes. You've had opportunity to see negative things, unfortunately, in the world, and you've had opportunity to see how you can make changes for yourself. Now you mentioned that one of the things that you like to do or have done in the past is, is meditation. But one of the things I always like to ask people, what is something that other than, so other than meditation, what are some of the other ways that you keep yourself 
focused on forward every day, despite these negative things that, that are in your past, they're not going yeah. away. They're, they're going to be part of your psyche and, and part of what the things that you'll have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. But what does Tina do to help herself move forward every day? Everywhere I go, I smile at everybody I meet and I say hello to everyone I see and I talk to everyone I can and I like to listen to them and what they have to say and I like to give advice to people and sometimes I'll open up a little bit to some people about my story and we'll talk about it and we'll exchange war stories and that's very therapeutic for me. So that and just I've been really just trying to take care of myself and eating more. I was not really eating at all um going through uh let's go back like it's been three months now so the six months prior to that i was like 105 pounds i think i'm 120 pounds now already like (laughs) i'm i'm building muscle back there you go uh, doing a lot of uh you know just exercising i'm enjoying cooking again i've moved I've, I've gotten a job with a, a real salary and um, no one's holding me back from doing anything anymore before where I would be told I can't talk to people or I'd get like evil looks and then punished for it later. Now I can say what I want and say what's on my mind on social media and stuff and not have people deleting my things and blocking my friends and I can say what I want and I can wear what I want and I can be who I am and always have been. So just, uh, I get like a lot, a lot of life force from the happiness of other people and making other people happy. I also love to listen to frequencies and I really enjoy looking at the stars and the sky. I'm, I really love space. And so those are the things that keep me happy other than meditation. I don't really do the meditation with the talking. I do kind of my own thing, but I, um, but I just people make me happy and I like to make them happy too. That's what brings right. me the most joy. You know, you said something earlier and while you were talking there and it kind of reminded me. So you said that you like to listen and listen to the stories and you open up about yourself along the way and that you find that to be therapeutic. Well, in all honesty, that's one of the reasons why I did this show. Um, because after my daughter's hospital experience, when, when we came out, I, I had to have some way to, to talk to somebody else and find out, you know, where the things that I'm going through, that I was going through emotionally and mentally, were these things normal? Were these things, you know, how do I, how do I move past these things? I did go to some counseling and that was helpful in some ways, but I I've needed to be able to talk about it uh, in, in another format. And so I found that having people on and, and talking about the things that they had gone through in life. And in areas where I could relate, I would jump in and, and tell a little bit more about me and, and a little bit more about my story. And, you know, it got to the point where even I wasn't even just talking about the things that had happened with my daughter. Right. I was I started talking about uh, my natural father and uh, him, you know, in his relationship with my mother. And I started talking about, you know, the uh, their divorce when I was so young and the abandonment issues that I felt and all these different things and, and, and how that affected me moving forward. And, and I found that, 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 you know, being able to talk to somebody else, even if our stories weren't, you know, cause nobody's no two stories are the same. Nobody's gone through the exact same thing that you have gone through. But, but I think that there's similarities in lanes where you can go, Oh, oh you yeah. know, well, I don't understand that part, but I do understand this part. And this is how I feel yeah. about it. And why? Like, let's get into the reason of why. And then you start delving into that. It's great. And it's yeah. a great show. Yeah. And so, well, thank you. Um, but so that's one of the things I, I love about this is, is bringing people on like yourself who've gone through these things. But I, I, I love the, uh, I like to call it permapositive. That's, I think that's how you I see your personality. You're permapositive every time I see you. <laughs> And, and I love that about you because it makes it, and it is, it's very infectious. Your smile is infectious. And you, when you're happy and you're talking to people and you're happy, it's hard not to be happy around you. And oh. so I think that, you know, having opportunities to be able to have you on and, and talk to you and, and, and have people see that, that you can go through some things, some, some really crappy things, but still sit there and smile like you are. I think just man that's awesome so yeah 
I think I think you have an amazing story and an amazing journey. And I, I'm glad that um, and I know that you haven't shared a lot of this before and you haven't talked yeah. about. It. And so first off, thank you for sharing it tonight. Thank you for trusting me to be able to to share this with you and share it with my audience. That, that means a lot to me. Um, you have a great demeanor. I feel comfortable around you. So it's like, oh, it, thank you. It was it was still difficult, but I also I was comfortable. I'm very comfortable talking to you and most of the podcasting community. But but you for this type of thing and your show, I felt was the perfect place to open up about yeah, what you. I'm currently going through. So thank you for allowing me to speak that. Yeah. So let's talk about some other things that are currently yeah. going on. Let's we're going to typically I'm focused on for we go through and we talk about all the different things. And but I think that we've covered your topic, I think, pretty well, where people have an understanding yeah. of where you're at and what's going on. And, and even Jason says, thanks for sharing. Thanks, Jason. So, so but let's let's talk about some of the things that you have coming up now. We talked about your old show. And uh, people can still find that. And if they want to listen to all your old episodes, which are good, I'm not I'm not discrediting them. You you did a lot of good work. You did a lot of good things on the Psychedelic Podcast. But sometimes it's nice to be able to have an opportunity to start fresh, have ownership of something that's yours, and to be able to say, this is mine. This is my baby. I'm going to move forward with this. And so for you, that show is called... R.I.P. Yeah, well, that's that shows that shows done. But this show, your new show, is called uh, Ascend and Conquer. So tell us a little bit about Ascend and Conquer, what the what the the build up behind it is, and and what you're going to be doing on it. I was so at a loss for for words on on what to name it. I thought, oh gosh, that's too corny. Oh man, this might not make any sense with what I end up talking about because sometimes I do go off the rails. And so I decided you know what we all have in common? We've been through something or we want to get somewhere. And so you ascend in so many various different ways, like up a mountain, like, Mm -hmm. or, and, and you conquer so many different things. You might conquer that interview you had for a job. You might've conquered some type of abuse. You might conquer a battle at a video game convention, you know, like you won, Sure, but it, it takes so much to get there. So I want Pete to allow people to also have a platform to do that, but we we're going to play games on it too. And we have, and it's, it's been really fun and talk about people's businesses. So it's, it's fit, fitting for even entrepreneurs to come on there and talk about how they want to ascend with their careers sure. and conquer their goals and also allow people with um, someone that wants to talk about mental illness to how they're, coming to where they are now as well. And so it's just, that's that's how that was born. And I knew that I had to have a fresh start and I have been battling with myself. Should I keep my downloads? And then <laughs> you and Jeff Dwoskin were like, come on, Tina. And, uh, and a couple other people, hashtag podcast family. Thank you that's for right. telling me, uh, no, Tina, your downloads don't matter because that's, that's true. I should just let it go. And that's the plan. It's, because out it's with the old and with the new. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm happily, I'm happily going to do it now because, yeah, I, because it, I, you guys are awesome. I think if, if you would have held on to that, you're, you're basically holding on to, to remnants and shards of, of something that's not there. Something that, right. that you, that you want to distance yourself from anyway. So why not start fresh? And mm-hmm. you know what you're, you have, I think enough of a name and a following that you'll be able to, uh, get people to to uh, link right back into you. I don't think that that's going to be a problem at all. And knowing a few of the thank people you. that are coming up on your show, I think you'll have a good time. So yeah, thank you. Uh, sorry, Tim. Just one moment. That's okay. That's all right. So okay. for for those of you, uh, I will monologue during this time. Don't you worry about it. So if you think about it, what she's got coming up with Ascend and Conquer, she's got an opportunity to talk with people all over the place. It's not just one lane. It's not just one group of people. She has the opportunity on her show. Like she said, she can talk about mental illness. She can talk about uh, uh, employment. She can talk about entrepreneurs and startup businesses. And and uh, she can even talk to a guy who's got a, another podcast. I mean, I mean, I know he's going to be a guest and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yay. I mean, if you're not, if you're not catching on already, I'm talking about me. Uh, <laughs> actually, I think we talk next week on, on your show. 
Yeah, I'm so excited. And yes, Jason, most definitely. I had to shut down the Calendly link because it exploded and I did not know what to do. I was like, oh no, I took on too much. But I today just figured out how to uh, get everything organized in a way that it's not going to be a mess. And nice. so I've, I'm learning so much that I didn't know how to do with the podcast or a podcast, I mean, because this is a new podcast, um, that it's actually awesome because I, those are things I'd had no control over in the past. And now I know how to do them to a degree, but not with a MacBook. <laughs> well, I do it on a MacBook. I'm talking to you on a MacBook right now. No, I meant it's hard for me to use it. because. Oh, like, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're if you're if you're used to Windows, the switch over from Windows to Mac can be difficult. It's it's yes. uh, trying to learn what this button does on the keyboard versus what it looked like on a Windows keyboard. Yeah. There's a, there is a learning curve, but right I, <laughs> there is. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll be going back to a Windows based computer anytime soon. So I, you get used to it real quick, and it's I like it. It's just yeah. It's 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 a little bit. Uh, the controls are just different. So it's yeah. Yeah, yeah you'll get there. <laughs> You'll get there. I have yeah. great faith in you. I'm so, still an Xbox yeah. girl, though. What's that? Still an Xbox girl. That's not going to change. There you go. Add a girl. Yeah, same here. Well, I'm not an Xbox girl, but same. <laughs> and I can already hear Jason typing on the keyboard. Shut up, Jason. So, uh, but okay. So, yeah, Ascend and Conquer, you've got that coming up. You have a lot of, you've got a lot of guests coming in. And I know that because I, I saw your, uh, your post in Indie Pods in our group, and like you said, that literally exploded. And I yeah. was amazed with, not that I was amazed, but I was amazed by how many people were like, "Yeah, sign me up. Where do I sign up?" And then the calendar link was there, so I was, yeah, I was pretty sure that your your email had to be like going ping, ping. Oh, ping. I just like so. I mean, the podcast community is so great, like because we all have something to say and like that's what i love so much about our group is that mm -hmm. everybody's so helpful and we actually care about each other we and right. most of us don't know each other face to face but we're more real to each other than some humans are face to face oh yeah it's pretty pretty astounding to me <laughs> exactly you know i think you know because we get so used to talking to people and it's it becomes kind of our job to be open and honest behind a mic and, and kind of share that bit of ourselves with our audience that it becomes easy to have those conversations even off camera with people that we've done podcasting with, because that's what we're used to. That's what we do. Um, right. So, but yeah, that'll be awesome. Special so, talkers. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. So Ascend and Conquer, that'll be coming up soon. When do you, now I know that you're still in the recording process and, and getting things edited and, and so forth. When do you think that you'll ha be having that, or when do you hope to have that hit the uh, podcasting shelves? I was aiming for early August, but clearly it's the middle of August now. And I want to have, I want to do things differently this time, have all my ducks in a row. So once the 10 episodes that we have are completely edited, I'm going to distribute them on to Pinecast, which is the platform I use. And they were our sponsor Indie Pods last year. It's only 10 bucks a month. Um, and so I will. Pinecast member. Be... Huh? I'm a Pinecast member as well. Not going anywhere. No. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm basically, I'm, I'm aiming for the very end of August because I'm not very happy with the logo just yet. Um, and there's a couple things that could use some tweaking so that there's a actual format and people aren't like, why? Like with the psychedelic podcast, sure, it was great. I loved the show and I love psychology, but. The, re the scheduling was all messed up for reasons that everybody can probably understand now. Uh, this time, it's I'm going to have it scheduled out properly, and it's going to be in a order that makes sense, yeah. better sense than. Oh, well, I yeah, and I understand that because now, so I have focused on forward. I have funny science fiction, and because I'm a glutton for punishment, I've started a third podcast, um, and we just started. We actually our first interview is this upcoming week. And so yeah, yeah. we've got a, a, it's called Pop Culture Addicts. And so uh, Kathleen Wass, who's one of my co-hosts on Funny Science Fiction, her and I are starting a new show together. And so we're going to do that. And 
you know, because and the reason we started that is, is as much as I, I love funny science fiction podcasts and I have a ton of fun on that show. Um, there are people who I want to talk to that I, I couldn't like like pigeonhole in to, Aww. you know, a, a, a sci fi topic, you know, like. It, it becomes kind of difficult. And so that's one of the reasons yeah. why we started the live shows that we were like, well, you know, we can have non sci-fi people on and we can, you know, call it a live show and we'll make, you know, we'll do some sci-fi stuff. But even at that, we went, you know what, there's, there's other ways to do this. And so we started pop culture addicts. And so that's starting up. And so I forgot how much work it is to start a new podcast oh, and yeah. get everything up off the ground. And there's the, there's the logo development. There's the, you know all the 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 trailers Intro, and the commercial. yeah you know yeah. um you know i got really fortunate and you know again podcast family uh reached out to uh justin wall uh justin wallace from uh, carpool shenanigans and he made a killer song uh, uh intro for for pop culture addicts and i can't wait to you guys to hear that it sounds really cool doing our voiceovers to it right now and getting that up and going, it's all kind of exciting, but it's also kind of stressful too, because I'm like, ah, you know, yeah. new show. It is stressful. When I started the first one, the podcast that I did, it wasn't stressful at all because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I was just research, 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 and then do, mm -hmm. do, do. And right. this time, with all the knowledge that I have accumulated, I have to perfect it. <laughs> <laughs> To the best, you know, perfect <laughs> perfection is different for different people. Right. Uh, I'm not a, a huge, like, I'm not a perfectionist, but I would like certain things to be perfect. So right. Understood. I, I want it to succeed. Like we all do. We want our stuff to succeed. And that's what we will do. We're going right. to move forward. to be a good representation of, of you and, and what you are. Yeah. You know, I want I want people when they look at, at my shows to be able to say, oh, that's Tim Bicycle's show. And this is that boy that really represents him. You know, whether it's the focused on forward part of my personality or it's the goofy, silly side of uh, funny science fiction side of my personality, whatever it is, I want people to be able to identify and say, yeah, that, you know, so I understand that. I think that makes yeah. sense. You have a great like podcast voice and like you're very oh, professional. You. you really do. I mean, this is a voice I can listen to. Oh, well, and I do when you. I can. Yeah, now I have time again to listen to podcasts. So I'm excited to see what I'm missing. So Sweet. I'm really, Can't wait for my numbers yeah. to go up. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, before we wind out the clock here, let's let's talk about uh, the way that you and I met was through Indie Pods. So let's yes. talk about Indie Pods because um, with everything going on in your life, that that unfortunately had to take a back seat. And so, but now it's it's kind of being brought back up to the front, and. Uh, yeah, see, I knew Jason was lurking in the shadows. I love you too, Jay. Don't worry about it. We're good, buddy. <laughs> Thank Stop you, Jason. So anyway, uh, but let's talk about Indie Pods and and where we're going with yeah. it now and kind of what's going on going on with it. Well, so tomorrow, actually, having a meeting with all of the original founders of Indie Pods, they don't hate me. They still love me. I'm so happy about that. I was scared that I was gonna lose everybody and. We're all coming back together tomorrow. So Excellent. we're going to do some brainstorming. I've got a whole bunch of ideas and games and stuff ready to go. Like, I mean, I've been sitting and thinking about this for so long, even with what I was dealing with, because it was a great escape for my mind. Sure. Um, and I, I have all of that documented and I am ready to sift through hundreds of ideas that I had during that time, because it's going to be essential. Uh, pretty much around the same time we did it last year, November 29th-ish. Okay. And that'll give us enough time. It's going to be incorporated fully by that time, actually probably here in the next month. And all of the founders are super awesome. Um, just super excited about it. We're, I'm actually going to be putting up a the questionnaire again for okay. a, select, a select number of people um, that meet certain requirements to join it because it will be streaming to Roku and Apple nice. and various other places. So it'll be a lot of visibility and I'm going to keep the prices low, but not too low because I heard that it's bad when you make it too. like last year I did $10, which I thought was fair because I, it's 10 bucks, but I don't want to denote the value of 
right the whole it's, experience. yeah sometimes people see ten dollars and they automatically assume that it's it's not yeah. worthwhile but yeah right. it's 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 a careful balance you don't want to price it too low where people yeah. think it's not worth it and you don't want to price it too high where people are like oh, yeah. oh that's too much so yeah, two hundred dollars yeah. that's a lot like i was looking at other conferences and i'm like wow like even anything over eighty dollars seems like a lot to me but like i don't know we'll we'll talk about it with the founders i'm not going to say a number here because i don't want to fair enough but no. it's but I will say it's going to have to be under $80 because that's, <laughs> I don't want to make it unfair to anybody. And I'm sure I'll be giving some free tickets away too. There you go. <laughs> well, cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. And, and, uh, cause the first one that there was some, I will say that there was some really quality entertainment on that. And it wasn't just oh, entertainment. Wow. There was some quality knowledge being dispensed by some of these guys who were, oh, who were on gosh, there. Yeah. So, so, uh, and I'm, I'm curious to see what we can do. Uh, with that, and I say we because you know. Yeah, we're a collective I, I was, of people. I was there, uh, so you know. Because <laughs> united. That's right. So, but uh, I'm I'm curious to see see what comes uh, this time around, and I like the convenience of it being added on the Roku and and things like that. I think that's very smart uh, to do that. Uh, make sure that that it's covered for everybody. And Jason's right. The first one was great. There was so much quality programming that was put into that. It wasn't Networking. just, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, honestly, um, a lot of the people that were involved in, in indie pods are now on my Facebook friends list. And I, I talk right? to them regularly and, and they, they are part of that podcast family. And it's kind of funny that, that, you know, I, cause I came into that knowing, um, well, I didn't even know you when I got started, we got connected by somebody else whose name I will not mention. Uh, but <laughs> Oh yeah, that's Whoops. a whole nother topic. Uh, that's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother hour show. Uh, I just snorted, but... so that was, that was funny. All oh good. my goodness! But yeah, you know, and so you know, and so we got connected through that way, and you know, I came in not knowing anybody uh, on this, and so that was that. But I am so grateful for that opportunity because there are so many people, like I said, who are now on my friends list who have been on. From that event, who have been on Focused on Forward, you know, Sean Dunstan's been on the show. Uh, Maria's yeah. been on the show. Um, you know, uh, Mick uh, Manhattan's been on the show. Uh, you know, a few other people to talk about what they've gone through, what's, you know, what they've done in life and and how they've become focused on forward. Because, you know, I think sometimes we discredit what we've gone through because we don't think, that, oh, nobody needs to hear that. Um, but everybody's got a story. Everybody's right. moved past something. So somebody can relate to something and you might change someone's life just by saying one sentence that you thought was insignificant, but it makes something someone else feel a certain type of way. It might trigger an emotion or invoke <laughs> an emotion in them and makes them, you know, change something about their life or themselves. And so it is important. Jason, like, don't try to. <laughs> it looks like Jason met you, met you the same way I met you. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it's not how I met your mother anymore. It's how right. I met Tina. That's right. How I met <laughs> Tina. The spinoff we all deserve. So, <laughs> all right. So, Tina, I've got two questions for you that I have to ask you because they are the same questions I ask everybody on the show. Okay. All right. So here we go. All right. Looking back over the entirety of your experience, what's the single greatest lesson you have learned? You can't trust everyone, but you can still love them. If you trust them, you might not love them anymore because they might hurt you. But if you just love them and you leave the trust part out and you learn to build trust with those you choose, your odds of being damaged or hurt or feeling some kind of pain from another individual are a lot more reduced than they would be. Okay, good. All right. So second question, looking back over the entirety of your journey. What's the single greatest piece of advice that you've been given? Get out of that relationship. Fair enough. Short and sweet. I and like it. It, <laughs> it was not just a single piece. I mean, it was like a lot of people <laughs> saying the same thing. But yeah, no, short and sweet is right. I mean, that is, this is the beginning of everything for me. Right. I, this really is like building a whole brand new house for me. And I'm just so grateful for all of my friends, both in real life and in the podcasting world. You guys are my real life friends, too. It's just that we can't, like, go hang out and, and like, give each other daps. We can't high five. Right. And I still love you guys. I love everybody 
in the podcast community that I am friends with and I love my friends. I love my family. And I thank you all so much. And Tim, you're a wonderful person and you do a lot and I appreciate you. And I thank you so much for having me here. Oh, I'm I'm so glad to have had you on today. Uh, But before, before we say goodbye, just real quick. So if people want to find out more about Tina Marie and Ascend and Conquer, where do they go? My name is my soon to be not name. It'll be reverting to my maiden name soon. It's right there. There's only one of me on Facebook. Please add me on Facebook. I'm the one from Texas, but not really from Texas. And you can also go to my Instagram. I'm going to have an Ascendant Con- Conquer Instagram soon. But on my personal Instagram, at Asian Ranch Sauce, you'll find links to my old show and IndiePod's Instagram as well. Very good. All right, guys. Go check it out. I, I assure you that once uh, Ascend and Conquer hits the shelves, it's not going to be a show that you're going to want to sleep on. You're going to want to pay attention to this. You're going to want to subscribe and you're going to want to check it out. Tina's a ton of fun and I enjoy working with her immensely. And I'm sure that you guys will get that same enjoyment being on the listening end of her show. Good stuff is coming from her. I promise you that. So, all right, guys, thank you so much. Thank you for listening tonight. Thank you for being a guest, Tina, on Focused on Forward. And thank you, everyone, for paying attention. We'll see you back here next week, Friday. Take care. Well, that concludes another episode of Focused on Forward. To be a guest of Focused on Forward, you can reach us through Twitter at podcastfof, through our Facebook page named Focused on Forward, or through email, focusedonforward at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing each and every one of your stories that has yet to be told. So until then, be safe, be kind, and be loving to one another as you stay